Welcome to College Sports Conversations. I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, and today I'm excited to bring you a Division II Focus episode. Due to the health and safety concerns surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic, the Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association halted conference competition one year ago. In response to halting competition, the CIAA has created multiple virtual initiatives to connect with student athletes and institutions. One of these initiatives, the Virtual Vibe, had over 9,000 registrants. To talk a little bit more about the CIAA's initiatives, I'm joined by Commissioner Jackie McWilliams and Senior Associate Commissioner for External Relations, Strategic Marketing, and Senior Women Administrator, Suzette McQueen. Jackie and Suzette, thank you for joining me today. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us. Absolutely. Jackie, conference competition halted for you all in March of 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. What are some ways that you've grown and what has this past year been like for the conference? Wow, well, thanks Hayden for giving us these, this opportunity. I, I would say that you know this, this past year has been difficult for all of us, I mean, and quite challenging. Um, and it hasn't just been the COVID, um, you know, the racial culture that we live in and constantly having to justify our being has been a little bit exhausting too. And so in the CIAA, we're trying to manage both of those um, as professionals, but also with our student athletes. And as we all know, athletics is that one place that unifies us on the playing field. And when there are no games, we have to work twice as hard. I mean, when I say twice as hard in educating and staying safe and providing access and opportunities and try to be as creative um, in doing that um, while not having any games or um, any matches. So all of our HBCUs, specifically CIAA, since that's who we're talking about, you know, we haven't been hesitant to tackle and discuss and engage with our internal and external constituents about the issues and the concerns that we deal with in our community and making sure that our partnerships um, offer us an opportunity to tackle them together. I would also say that, you know, we, we are always intentional about creating an environment of cultural excellence that matches with our mission in our strategic plan um, to support our student athletes and also our students. It's not just, we say student athletes, but the CIAA brings in the total community of all of our students to be a part of this legacy. And so we are direct about our needs and our concerns. I think we've, we're really proud about taking the challenges that we have faced this past year and really all the time um, and creating unique opportunities um, to still bridge the gap between our community, our student athletes, our sponsors, and even our internal staff and working to create still experiences without actually having games and events that are and on having, the ground. <laughs> absolutely, and having that sense of community is so important. Like you mentioned, whether it's on campus, through your local community, just feeling connected, knowing that a lot of people are going through similar things right now. Suzette, could you provide a little bit of a behind the scenes look of what went into creating the first virtual vibe? Yeah, with no, with no blueprint, you know, we, we knew we wanted something to be amazing because that's what we do, but how do you even begin? So we, we started by looking at other virtual events that we had seen and liked and researching some companies that could provide that platform for us that we wanted. I will tell you that uh, we started, we knew that there, even if we had games that all of our ancillary events would probably have a virtual component. So we were prepared in terms of doing some of the research back in even October uh, and November. So we, 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 I can tell you it's a lot of phone calls. We've met weekly with our VFAIRS partners. It was a collaborative effort that included the city of Baltimore, the Visit Baltimore team, our media rights partner, Van Wagner Sports, and then our, our staff to figure out what it would look like, how we could do it. 
But it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of, like I said, emails, phone calls. I, I must have sent them a thousand emails of, at least back and forth with, can you move this over? This doesn't look quite right. And I don't like the way this is. And what size do you need this graphic? And so it was a lot of planning. Um, you know, interestingly enough, on site, you would have a live event, but because it's virtual, we had to do a lot of the recordings, you know, two, three, even a month in advance, weeks or months in advance, so that we could upload it to the platform in a way that we could test it. So it was a lot of, um, we were really, really busy up and leading up to it, but we actually got a chance to enjoy it, right, Jackie? We got to actually yeah. watch everything that we never get to see when we're actually in person. So it was, it was a labor of love and it was very um, collaborative and, just excited at how it came out. Mm. Needless to say, you were very busy, but like you said, it was, I'm sure, so exciting to see it live and see all the things happen. And as I mentioned earlier, it had over 9,000 registrants. Jackie, can you tell me a little bit more about two of the events during the week were the Education Day and a Career Expo? Can you tell me a little bit more about them? Yeah, you know, those two events are signature events at our tournament. It's one of the, the ways that we engage our community outside the course. You know, we always say we start with the inside with the game, and then we build on the outside. Well, this year we had to build on the outside because we didn't have any games. But the Career Expo and the Education Day really gives us an opportunity to, um, and because it wasn't local, we still had Baltimore City school system involved but we were able to still invite schools across the country um, to be a part of the education day. We have a, a Virginia State graduate that has been helping us with this program forever, um, at least since I've been here and prior, but really creating the platform that these students could go in and meet individually with, with 12 of our member schools. Um, and even in the Career Expo, we had booths for our sponsors there were virtual booths. So you could go in and also meet with them and seeing what kind of opportunities were available um, as far as mentorships or uh, scholarships. Um, some of our students were actually entered in or, or applied to go to some of our schools and were accepted on spot. You know, it was really a great way for us to promote and focus on Baltimore area schools, but also throughout the North Carolina, as I said, and throughout the country. We had students from 24 states that registered, wow. which also allowed for greater exposure of our institutions. I mean, ultimately we want students to see our CIAA schools and we want them to come to the CIAA schools that are presented um, during education day. And only, I think it was the, from the local students, only 3,439 registrants um, with 2,196 attendees on site would have closer to 5,000, however, only local. So we had a lot of the numbers mean a lot to us. So we got 3,439 registrants coming. Um, that's way above the number of attendees um, for the entire site that were interested in being a part of that platform. I would also say on the floors, if you were on the platform, you could see there were different levels that you could visit of our companies. And several of our institutions and their graduate programs were also available. So we had 1,905 registrants with 1,341 attendees. So the numbers, again, mean a lot to us that there was an interest to see or be a part of Career Expo and Education Day. It sounds like that platform was so interactive. I wish I had gotten an invite. I'm gonna be there next year, even though it won't be virtual, I'll be there in person. But, and I think that's amazing. Like you mentioned that all of the positives to opening up to the whole country you get to introduce the CIAA and 
That's great that people were accepted on the spot during the platform. It sounds like you had a lot of amazing things happening. Did. Jackie, another question for you is each Division II conference is allotted a grant to help fund conference initiatives that support Division II priorities. Did you use this conference grant money for the virtual vibe? Absolutely. So let me just say this. I'm so grateful that Division II allows this grant for conferences um, and how we use it to really create experiences in all the five SPOs that we know about. Um, and for us, we're very strategic every year about how to use those dollars. We talk about it. We don't really debate. We just identify those things. The virtual photo booth, which ran from Sunday prior to the tournament through Sunday after, after the event. And fans could select one of the two backgrounds that Suzette and her team created. We had debates about what the background should look like. So that was fun. Um, but they could post their images to the social media. Even if you posted an image from being at the tournament, you know, any point of time in your life, you can post a picture. So it gave you that access and opportunity to do a picture in the now and share a picture from the past. Our social team also used the photos to generate interest and promote our events. We had over 500 photos that were posted to our gallery. And also our CIAA Sports Network was utilized. Um, we used our grant dollars uh, for our sports network in, in our past, showing our past games. And we did post several of our events there as well. So our CIAA Sports Network was a huge part of our grant dollars that we continue to use that platform to help tell our stories and to showcase our institutions and in previous and past games and events. I need the little photo booth for my next Instagram selfie. I'll put it right on there. We'll be good to go. But that's, that's oh, yeah. great. And the fact that you were able to, like you said, use these initiatives and the grant money to further connect with student athletes. Suzette, yeah. along with Virtual Vibe, the CIAA has hosted multiple virtual initiatives. How receptive have your student athletes and institutions been to the virtual initiatives? It's always, you know, how do we make it more engaging because we're a year into virtual life and, and there's fatigue for sure. I mean, especially I have two teenage kids and they're on, the, you know, they love being on a computer, but not to do actual work stuff. So, so to try to engage them to come back and watch something when they've been on their computers all day, you know, is always a, a challenge. But we, you know, working with our student athlete advisory committee, getting their feedback and what's important, uh, trying to find, you know, our, our event spanned many generations. We had something for everybody, whether it was national recording artists, whether it was cheer competition, the virtual, uh, you know, photo gallery, uh, but there were some, some artists that performed that I didn't even know who they were, at, but, the, but the students did. So it was important for us to try to meet people where they are and find different ways to engage with them. But I know a lot of our campuses also did on-campus events during the week, like Bowie State, which is our host institution uh, in the Baltimore area. They hosted watch parties for some of the uh, throwback games and they did, I know they hosted a SAC webinar or, or a Zoom call. So it was, it was uh, intentional to try to find ways to engage with our students as best we could considering we don't have actual games for them to participate in, but it was definitely a group effort to involve them on the platform. And as a recent former student athlete, I know that's so important to be able to talk about what's important, especially when the game plan's thrown out the window, right? This is all new for all of us. So the more communication, the better. Suzette, can yes. you tell me a little bit more about future initiatives that you have planned? Well, uh, we've done a lot virtually. I mean, earlier in June, we had a virtual vibe day party, and now we've had the virtual vibe tournament edition. And for the spring, trying to, to find a way to engage with our students and celebrate this year that we've been through. 
Uh, luckily, I don't have a lead role in that in that process. I'll be there supporting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave a little break, but just trying to find a way to to celebrate. So we're planning we're planning a virtual spring event, uh, working with a cross section of our membership as on a little subcommittee, which will also include student athlete um, engagement to to figure out what that looks like. How do we how do we celebrate? We were just talking about our our um, Virginia State President Dr. Abdullah was went viral. Um, yeah. recently for for his basketball uh skills on you know so we're trying to figure out how do we do an old school new school what does that look like just trying to find fun ways to engage our students and it might include having some of our presidents as well right Jackie yeah, yeah they're fun I mean they yeah. they like to engage so that that has been Hayden for us when you have the support of your membership and the presidents who actually are like well what if we like they're coming up with ideas right to engage and you know, the whole end of this year's celebration that we're talking about is not just about the spring. I mean, it has been a really tough year for our institutions um, and mostly, you know, being at HBCUs and communities where you're seeing the disparities happen and we're making decisions for the protection of our student athletes and we want them to play. But you have board members that said, you know, this is the right thing for us to do, but how else do we, do we shine? How else do we celebrate our community? And we've been able to do that for over 109 years. So the COVID and the Black Lives Matter movement and all those things have done nothing but help us with more creative ways um, to be relevant and to showcase the opportunities of who we are as a conference and a community. And that's what's been special about the virtual platform and even what we're talking about and all the educational sessions that we have done with women and student athletes and voting rights, all of that, working with a host city, Baltimore, that has their piece and national leaders, Stacey Abrams, speaking on platforms that want to be a part of this, right? It's not even tugging and begging. It's yes, let us help you. And I think that's what's been, I'm still in awe, honestly. It's emotionally in awe, awe, awe moment for me because we, um, we are constantly dealing with challenges prior to COVID. We can never seem to get out of the dark in a way where we can really just stay in the light. And others may be dealing with the same, but for us, we always find that light in the worst, worst case scenarios. And we win, like we're a winning conference in my, in my opinion. And I'm just really proud of our team and being members of division two and having access to resources from the NCAA, from Division II, from our membership, our board, from our partners, and able to do this good work. Because ultimately, it is really about these students. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm in awe listening from all of this and seeing what you're able to accomplish. And as your famous quote, you take lemons, turn it into lemonade, and add a little bit of sweet tea. So there we go. And you've you added go. plenty of sweet tea. <laughs> Well, Jackie and Suzette, thank you so much for joining me today and giving information about virtual vibes and all of the virtual initiatives that, initiatives that you're doing. It was great to connect with you and learn a little bit more. Thank you, thank you Hayden. It. Such a pleasure. And thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of College Sports Conversations. I'm Hayden Gibson. <laughs>